Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 11th of June. Let's look at the top story. US consumer price inflation rose more than forecast in May, extending the build-up in inflation that has been taking place over the last few months. The CPI climbed 0.6% and that's the second largest increase in more than a decade. Compared with the reading last year, it jumped 5%, which is the largest annual gain since August of 2008, according to the Labor Department. The CPI report showed steady growth in the costs of used vehicles, household furnishings, airfares and apparel, all of which are tied with a reopening economy. And that's encouraging the view that the Federal Reserve has maintained that inflation spikes that we have seen so far are likely to be transitory. Moving back to India, the centre yesterday refuted media reports about Covid being hacked stating that prima facie these reports appear to be fake and the portal stores all its vaccination data in a safe and secure digital environment. All the same, the Ministry and the Empowered Group on Vaccine Administration are getting the matter investigated by the Computer Emergency Response Team of the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology, according to the statement. You're going to pay more for withdrawing money at the ATM, but it's not a big increase. The Reserve Bank of India has allowed banks to raise charges on ATMs to 21 rupees per transaction. Banks can levy charges on customers within this ceiling once they exhaust the free transaction limit. Most banks charge the highest permissible. Now, that's based on a notification on the central bank's website and the new charges will be implemented from the 1st of January next year. Rating agency ICRA has projected that India's GDP will grow at 8.5% in the current financial year and that's based on an expectation of a pickup in economic activity with COVID-19 restrictions lifting in several states. The RBI, remember, in its recent monetary policy review announced that its projection for GDP growth in the current year would be 10.5%. So there's a significant divergence in expectations here. In international news, Bitcoin rallied following a proposal from global regulators that would introduce capital requirements for banks dealing in crypto. The announcement from the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision is another sign that the world of traditional finance is responding to the rise of crypto assets. While the proposal would introduce tough capital controls, it shows that regulators are taking the market seriously and preparing the banking industry for how to deal with widespread adoption. In other news, Australia is working with Singapore on setting up a travel corridor allowing quarantine-free travel between the countries. That's according to Prime Minister Scott Morrison. The nations are among a handful of Asia-Pacific countries that have managed to contain the coronavirus. Separately, Singapore said it would relax its COVID rules in stages. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. We managed to claw back towards the highs of the range. It was a triple-digit bump-up after a very short phase of consolidation. But let's first tell you about the global factors that'll influence the opening bell. US stocks have ended higher with S&P 500 hitting a record close. This is despite a spike in May consumer prices. US inflation 
has posted its highest rise in 13 years at 5%. Investors have doubts if the inflation reading would prompt US Fed to tighten early. The US 10-year yield, meanwhile, ended the day softer at 1.44%. European Central Bank has extended the stimulus plan as expected. The fear on the street was that any rollback could raise borrowing costs and that could hurt the recovery. Back home, we are hoping the momentum sustains but we do need to confirm if this rally is a start of something more lasting. The reassuring factor was that the bank nifty has found some momentum. The measure of volatility is still near 17-month lows. Maximum number of open interest for call options is still concentrated at 16,000. What supported the rebound was the 1300-odd crore rupee buy figure by foreign investors. Domestic investors net sold shares worth about 575 crore rupees. Let's talk about the stocks that are likely to be active this morning. Wipro has approved a proposal to issue notes worth up to $750 million in its maiden overseas bond sale. Yes Bank has approved plan to raise 10,000 crore rupees via a debt issue. This ramps up the capital base for the lender about a year after its follow-on public offer. Speaking at the AGM, Tata Group Chairman N. Chandrasekharan has said that Tata Steel has paired its debt far beyond its targets and successfully integrated key acquisitions. Indigo plans to launch overseas flights of up to 7 hours in duration, some of them with its longer-range Airbus A321s. Lenders to Anil Ambani's debt-laden Reliance Home Finance face the likelihood of up to 80% haircuts on their advances. The two top bidders are offering maximum of 23% on the 11,000-odd crore rupee outstanding debt. Godrej Fund, the private equity arm of the Godrej Group, has bought 1 million square feet land parcel in Bengaluru from Purvankara. The deal is valued around 700 crore rupees. Watch out for those companies importing edible oil as raw materials. ET now learns that the government is considering a cut in import tax on edible oil as global prices continue to rise. That's all we have time for. Wish you a profitable day ahead. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Have a great Friday and an amazing weekend. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 